BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's time for the next episode of Down the Wire, episode 12. Me and Tom try to be more professional. We'll see if that works out this time around. We have the best in the words, a whole bunch of stories, and then we're going to see if Tom knows his walk-up songs. All this and more, coming at you down the wire. Episode 12. Uh, uh, it's my turn to stretch. Oh my gosh. Stop yawning. We've been at it. We've Stop been it. at it. I'm at it. Ah, damn. I really slapped you. I could have just hit my hand and made a better slap. No. But it wouldn't have made for quality content. It <laughs> wasn't quality. Wake up. I am up. Okay. I am up. I'm in the process of my last week of school, so I'm pretty, I'm, I'm burnt out a little bit, but... Okay, let me help. Motherfucker! <laughs> I swear to God, we will, we will UFC 261 right here. All right. Look at that. That was a, that was a call for the sports that happened while we were gone. Oh, foreshadowing. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, did you see uh, Mortal Kombat? I did see Mortal Kombat. Very average. I was... Pretty impressed with it. I impressed. Thought. Yeah, I kind of okay. liked it. Time I kind of liked it. It was impressed. weird. I didn't. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't really like Raiden's character. Raiden was a dick the yeah. whole movie. I didn't really like him. Um, Kano was hilarious the whole time. Fantastic. Yeah, him and Cabal were easily the top two characters. Yeah, Kano was great. Wasn't even close. Cole Young can go. I don't know where his basket woven armor elsewhere. And yeah, that was weird. Who who is he supposed to be? What's... It's Cole Young. That's who he's supposed to be. They made an original character for it. I have no idea why, but that was lame. he's awful. He I is... watched it with a buddy, and the whole entire time we were trying to figure out like who's it supposed to be, who's oh. it supposed to be. Yeah, I watched it legally with a with my girlfriend. Oh so. well, guess what? Your trip was more expensive than mine. It was. How did you? Oh, you have HBO Max, right? Yeah. I just found it on like one, two, three movies. So what's up? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's only like with the amount of people that I split it with, it's like three dollars. <laughs> okay, so FCC emergency. They um, <clears throat> no, I I thought the fighting scenes were pretty good. Yeah, it was all right, and they did. Uh, it was way more truthful to the source material. I think the movie should have been two. just two and a half hours long. 
if they would have really just gone all in depth on it. I mean, that's just an extra half hour. And honestly, they needed that because that was my biggest problem was that the pacing was weird. It felt like we were talking about, you know, the prophecy. And then all of a sudden they're doing like their training montage. Right. They were jumping around all over the place. What happened? All over the place. I Uh, thought so. Yeah. And also Nitara and Raiko, uh, those are some of the worst characters in Mortal Kombat. And somehow... They got in the goddamn movie. I'm I thought, so mad. I thought Goro looked pretty cool in the movie. Eh, I was... like the original Goro, but because like the original one is crazy. They did like the animatronic for the top part, right? And they put that on a dude's shoulders, so oh. the bottom half of his arms is like a real dude, Ooh. and he's trying to move while looking at the top arms. It's oh, like that, I find that to be like totally cool. That and is it pretty good. cool. Yeah, and also, dude, anytime practical effects can come into play. That makes me happy, rather sure. than CGI and for sure. all that. For but, sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a week! Should we probably talk about sports on our sports show? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Let's do this it. might be something. Best in the words. Let's kick it off. Best in words off the rip. All right, I'll start it off with best. Then, my best story of the week has to be Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, and not just because he's been tearing up the competition and really making baseball look so easy, so young, kind of similar to how Mike Trout was doing it and Bryce Harper when he was in the beginning of his career even. But he goes out, and on the anniversary of when his dad hit two grand slams in the same inning, he goes out and homers himself too. What a what, two. two two of times. them two yeah. of them yeah two yeah. as in T O O and T W O yes so two two hits two home runs this on the anniversary of when his dad hits two grand slams dude I told you Fernando Tatis Jr. is the face of baseball we talked about that a couple weeks ago and, and I like, don't think oh. it's close anymore it, well, man Mike Trout just doesn't do it man and to be honest Mike probably likes that because Trout does not like to be in the public eye. He would much rather be at home doing his thing. I don't know, whatever the hell he does. He doesn't look like like anyone special. He, he probably kind of, kind of like shucking bales Mike, of hay. Yeah, or, or like, like playing poker. Mike Trout seems like a poker guy. Yeah, poker is too too cool. It's got to be something even more lame. Like like sheep's head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a major Polak. Right. Yeah. yeah. We would know. We play sheep's head. We do. Lots of, lots of it. Oplatka. Opwaki, you mean? Opwaki? Is yeah. that what it is? Okay, yeah. Okay, fake, you can, fake you can dial back your Polish. Fake Polish. Yeah, you're not a real Polakian. <laughs> but anyway, Fernando Tatis, just an absolute stud. El Nino is taking over the MLB and against the Dodgers had five home runs in the three-game series. Yeah, three three games, five home runs. You can't get... Much better than that. And he was also making Trevor Bauer look silly on Twitter with a couple of back and forth roasts with him. He's doing that, and Trevor Bauer doesn't need any help to look silly. That is also true. (laughs) Well, my best story. My best story. Dude, Gronk. Oh, yeah. Gronk going wild. He set the Guinness Book of World Records for highest catch. I saw that. And probably highest catch as well, because 
You know he wasn't thinking. Uh, well, he might have been. He he might uh he might have been drunk. <laughs> yeah, I could see something like that. But that is so cool for him to have caught a uh, a football dropped out of a helicopter six hundred feet in the air. That is just how do you see it at first? I mean, like that is that's nuts. Well, it, it, honestly, what's more nuts to me is that the ball came down relatively straight. Right. You would think a little bit of wind would make that go crazy. On top of that, just the helicopter blowing it, too. Right. right? I mean, there has to be enough, like... From the wheel... Do we know what... Rotors? Rotor, right? Yeah, blades. Blades. I think that was the word I was looking for. But it's the rotor that that turns the blades. Fair, fair. But even so, like, 600 feet, you know, that's enough to definitely push that football... A little bit away. I could, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Gronk, cool. stud, Gronk, uh, the Gronkowski world record. We're gonna have to beat it. Well, I don't know do how. we have access to a helicopter? Well, we could drop it off of like the U.S. Bank building in town. That's got to be more than six hundred feet, right? That'd be like sixty stories, probably, right? You think uh, it's got sixty we'll stories? I'll look it up. Okay, I'll say my, I'll say my worst story of the week while you do that. Yeah, that's that? good. So my worst story of the week, it's got to be Chris Weidman. Uh, UFC two sixty one was an amazing card. So much fun. Kamaru Usman shutting up Jorge Masvidal. Rose Namajunas from Milwaukee went to I think like the high school of the arts. 601 feet. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> Let's do it, baby. We might have we to do set that. a world record. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's amazing. That is really weird. Oh my god. That's so weird. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Ooh, keep going. Okay. I wasn't ready for that. I uh anyway, the card was great. And Chris Weidman though, Ugh. against Uriah Hall Shattered his leg like 30 seconds into the fight. Yeah, Uriah Hall shattered his leg yeah. 30 seconds into the fight. It was an amazing leg check that bent Chris Weidman's leg around his leg. And as it came back from a step back, just went back the other way. Ugh. All sorts of gross. Yuck. And it's my worst story because it's almost karma. Because do you remember when Anderson Silva broke his leg? Mm. He was fighting Chris Weidman. And that was... Full circle, baby. In uh, Silva's prime, kind of. And that was who really dethroned him and set him back after that. So then who is Uriah Hall going to get his leg shattered by? I I don't know who he's going to get next. it's It's weird that those count as wins, those fights, like 30 seconds in. But at the same time... You know, you you did defend yourself so well that you won. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, you know, I'll kind of speak on this a little bit later because uh, something similar, but we'll get there when we get there. Uh, it's time for my worst story. Peloton. Peloton. You know what pelotons are? I do the bikes. Yeah, uh, peloton bikes or treadmills as okay. well. Yeah. Uh, they had a super productive 2020 due to COVID, uh, just shutting everything down. Makes right? sense. Yeah. Um, 
They are now coming under fire, though. The, their Tread Plus, they have had 39 incidents involving this Tread Plus treadmill. Do you, do you want to take a guess as to what may have happened? Well, Peloton always has, like, the big screen on it, too, right? Okay. Did... Was there cameras in them? Oh, Oh, you are being far too nice. Was there instructors, like, calling people fat over them? Uh, no. The Peloton Tread Plus has been killing small animals and even a child. What? It has, uh, the treads are too low and too powerful. They are sucking the animals underneath it and crushing them. Oh my god. Yes, 39 incidents. That's a lot. Yeah. 39? Yes. And you're this you are paying $4300 for this thing to kill your pets and family. They might That's a lawsuit. Like it has to be just really? They're going to be done. They're well, going to be done. done. I wouldn't say they're done. They'll they'll figure that out. There's That's some, a lot of people and animals. Uh yes. Yes it is. But animals like Children is one thing. The child, uh, unfortunately, you know, that happened to them. But animals, like, it, that's not going to be a super huge lawsuit in the same same fashion, right? But, it, I mean, Peloton is definitely going to be facing an uphill battle uh, to, like, keep their their spot on the, you know, exercise equipment, like, ladder, right? Right. Because... Holy shit, that is terrible. But yet they already have a class action lawsuit filed against them. Uh, Shannon Albright's the main person, claims that the warnings are not sufficient to alert customers to the true danger of the machine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not. No more. No more Peloton. Yeah. I'm 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 off of that. Well, guess what? I don't think you were ever going to get sucked underneath a Peloton. Well, I also wasn't going to spend forty three hundred dollars on a treadmill or get on a treadmill. Okay, that's that's fair too. <laughs> All right, I'm an elliptical guy. Yeah, myself. as you're like, oh, I I spent six hours lifting up beer last week. Well, I didn't never said I was on a treadmill. <laughs> oh, okay, so we we talked about it about. Uh, uh, how like you were saying like thirty seconds count as a win, right? Right. Uh, here's my bigger gripe to that matter. Yesterday, was it Madison Bumgarner? Pitched, oh, pitched a, a no hit seven innings. That's the whole game. And because it's a double header, it does not count to a no hit. Yeah, that's bullshit. I, dude, I'm sorry, MLB. That's is BS. whack. That's whack. I was thinking, I saw that too. And I thought, yo, he pitched the entire game without allowing a hit. I, Regardless of that game, it's a no-hitter. I know, I know we don't exactly have this on our uh, like pre-production list, but it happened last night and I had to talk about it because the MLB is the wackest organization for that. That is so stupid. It, it doesn't make any sense. That's like saying if... In extra innings, a guy hit a home run. They wouldn't count the home run because it wasn't in the nine innings. Yeah, it, dude, it, uh, it's like if you if you had a a teacher and that teacher like said your test goes up to eighty five, right? 
So if you got an 85 out of out of 85, realistically that should be 100. Well, no, there's only 85, so it, it technically is a B. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, what? It makes no sense. Yeah, I, I saw that and I did not get why that wasn't that that I I can't believe that's a rule. That's the dumbest rule. That's literally a complete game. I, it was a complete there game. There is no way that this stands. I bet you at the end of the season... Is this the first time that this happened? Uh, as far as I know? A doubleheader the second game, which wasn't longer? I guess they just started doing that, right? Well, no. Get the, This stemmed off of last year. Last year, uh, because of COVID, they shut down... Um, Doubleheader games from nine innings to seven innings, which I don't mind. I mean, like, they double, don't care. Doubleheaders yeah. are long. Yeah, long they don't want to be out there that long. And, and here's the thing that uh, there have been doubleheaders this season, doubleheader games that have still gone over five hours. I believe it. So, you know, the idea that they're trying to, you know, make these games go faster still isn't working in a seven inning game. But. There is no way uh, that, that with these continued ideas of double headers being seven innings, that they are not going to count. It should count as a no full no hitter as no hitter. It should count as a no hitter, a hundred percent. I I completely agree. All right, like I said, had to get that out of the way before we get into our the week of review in sports. Otherwise, I was going to forget it. Uh, let's uh, let's. Get the first thing going. You started off. Yeah. Um, I think the first story that we were looking at was the rumors about the Indiana coaching offers that were out there. There was a report that Brad Stevens was offered by Indiana $52 million more than Mike Woodson. Yeah, Woodson. For the head coaching position. Woodson got that uh that head coaching position for 18 million. So 70 million dollars to Brad Stevens. I mean is that a good I, I don't know how you don't take that if you're Brad Stevens and he's saying he hasn't gotten the offer, but being in control of a college program just in general seems like a more fun job. An easier job. And at Indiana, the head coaching position of the basketball team, especially the men's basketball team, you are a god there. Well, and on top of it, it's a better job because you're making more money, I think, too, at this point. Uh, Well, I mean, there's definitely, like, sponsors, like, a lot more sponsorship stuff there. Uh, Really, like, the bigger question is, dude, Mike Woodson, what's your manager doing? Because I think it's more of... Brad Stevens would have been an insane hire okay, for sure. Indiana basketball. But are you telling me Mike Woodson couldn't have gotten half that amount? Uh, Which is still double than what he actually got. 18 million, six years, 18 million. He could have easily gotten 36, realistically. It's six million a year, maybe. Maybe, yeah. But I think they were... They were reaching for Brad Stevens with an insane, ludicrous offer, and they just settled for something like, all right, we'll get this guy for a reasonable price. Yeah, here's the thing. Mike Woodson But Indiana is... basketball hasn't been relevant in a while either. Uh, even well, though that's not true. It hasn't been consistently relevant. Like, Indiana has had some top years here and there, but it, it hasn't had the consistency that it did back in the 70s and 80s, well, right? And Bobby Indiana Knights. likes to think that they're as like 
that they're with Kentucky and Duke and Kansas, which not a great year for Kentucky and Duke. But Kansas was all right. They yeah. were a three seed. They like to think they're almost up there with the Blue Bloods, and they're they're nowhere near that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely been hard. And, you know, there's a lot of ones that I thought were going to do something there, like Tom Crean. I really thought Tom Crean was going to do well at Indiana, and that did not pan out. Never did anything. Um, but I really like Mike Woodson in that role. Indiana alum, you know, he was part of those Bobby Knight you know, championship teams. We'll see how it works out. I it, maybe it could grow something for Indiana basketball. And they they had a couple of fun teams. I remember like Oladipo and and Cody Zeller were there yeah. together, and they were all right to watch. Yeah. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, man, what's going on with Sterling Brown, dude? He has got to have the worst luck. Worst known. The to absolute man worst in basketball. Yeah, I, I mean. He got assaulted again uh, last last week. Uh, he was at a Miami nightclub, and he actually suffered facial lacerations outside of the club uh, when a patron hit him on the back of the head with a wine bottle. Well, and you remember he had that incident in 2018, I believe it was, with yeah. Milwaukee, where he got assaulted by a police officer as well yeah, yeah he was he had like the, outside of a walgreens right it was something along those lines and sterling brown oh geez there it's i'm sorry i'm i'm so sorry every time this has been happening to him yeah you know it's like the worst part about it is that he's currently having like one of his better seasons uh right now and and that, you know that being said it is on a absolutely atrocious houston rockets team atrocious but Man, that that sucks. I uh, I I wish him the best, and hopefully right. he's you know not too bad. Maybe he gets like a real badass scar on his face or something like that. It could be. Maybe maybe he'll have like the scar game. Hey, dude, dude, look, I I was sleeping next to my dog, and she like popped up and like slashed my face right underneath my eye. Oh, I see a see little it? thing, yeah, right here, and there's another one like right underneath it. Yeah, I, I do. Honestly, I've looked in the mirror like three times and thought. Hell yeah, I look cool. So, but you know, not a wine bottle and not a basketball player. So that's why sure. I, that's why I get cut by a dog, and I think I'm hardcore. <laughs> Should we get? Let's just get into basketball a little bit. How about that? We'll go right into there. Um, Nikola Jokic versus Steph Curry right now. Who's your MVP? Jokic. It's not close. I know Steph Curry. You can talk to. Uh, about some of the numbers that he's putting up, but he's on a awful Warriors team. I get it. I get it. But it's, if they make the playoffs, if, if they make the playoffs. If, I'm sorry. Like, Jokic has the better team, dude. It, this is... I never understood why team success was so prominent in MVP. Yeah. If you're trying to market the player... As an MVP here's, award. Here's the thing, too, though. They are two drastically different positions True. as well. Yeah. And if you're trying to go off of, like, scoring, well, no, duh. You're going to give that to Steph Curry. Steph Curry's the three-point shooter, and Jokic is a center. He's not going to get hit those, those levels of points on an average night. But, dude, it, Jokic is the MVP right now. I don't think it's close. Well, and with better team, you say, if you take Jokic off the Nuggets, 
You still think they're making the playoffs? Mm, maybe. I think they maybe are. I think they are. I mean, the, Jamal Murray, know. Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, no. Well, I, I think that team's pretty good to make the playoffs uh, in the last. Yeah, what, an eight seed, not a seven seed? They, I mean, they could be respected, respected I in the guess. playoffs. But, you know, they, <clears throat> you just actually put out a poll on uh, ESPN. Uh, Jokic was on top of the who would be the uh, MVP uh, out of 101 votes he took 90 of them well and i get it i get i get that i i understand why Curry Jokic, wasn't even in the top 3 you had Embiid and Giannis there i don't know about that i mean Giannis Giannis is not getting enough love for sure since the all-star break he's been ridiculous and he needs Someone to understand. He's still having an MVP caliber season. He shouldn't win uh, it again. I, I don't. He shouldn't I don't win think, it again. Well, first of all, it's voter fatigue. Uh, you're right. not going to see yeah. him win. You got but three in a row. No, he cooled off, and he had those what five, six games off. Uh, you know that he took off. That right there killed his chances. That's too much. And I think he knew he wasn't going to win anything. So, eh, whatever. I get it. I get it. What do you think, uh, how about we talk some baseball now? Okay. Baseball? Okay, how about we start it off with our, well, my favorite team, and this historic run by Mr. Corbin Burns. Oh. Corbin Burns. Oh, am I supposed to clap? I'm clapping, because I challenged Corbin Burns. I'm giving myself some credit for Corbin Burns this mm-hmm. year, because as you remember, I was going to be very critical of Corbin Burns this year. I was going to make sure that he had all this hype around him and it wasn't going to be some BS that he was going to float around and ride off of a half-fake season almost last year and come in and be terrible this year. And Corbin Burns is an animal and might be one of the best pitchers in baseball this year. He has set a new MLB record, specifically. Four starts, 40 strikeouts, zero walks. Insane. Yeah. That's nuts. And yeah. I think with like a .33 ERA with that. And uh, pr- previously this w- that was set by Adam Wayne. He has a loss with those stats. Good man. What is what is that, Milwaukee? Yeah, pre- Come on. Adam Wainwright held that record previously, 2013, with 35 Ks. He's given up eight hits. Yeah, I, look, there's there's not much more you can say about it. He is he is pitching out of his mind. And, uh, again, we talked about it the other week. I was all on this Corbin Burns train when they drafted him. So, shame on you. Sorry. Come on. Nope, had to. No. Yeah, I had to bring you back in. No. Yeah, bring you back in. To you the... a-hole. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, I think the Brewers are looking very impressive and the starting rotation looks nuts for them. Right yeah, their now. top 3 guys are probably in the top 3 in baseball they as might far as be. like rotations. Unfortunately, their bottom two guys, Brett Anderson, Josh Limbaum. No. Brett Anderson and Adrian Hauser. Uh, Limbaum just lost fifteen to two. To the okay, Cubs. but that's that's not his fault. 
Well, I mean, it is his fault, but it's not, uh, he's not the starter. That was because Brad Anderson had to leave early. Well, Adrian Hauser is the second, uh, is the fourth guy in the rotation. Whatever. And and Adrian Hauser is fine. He's not anything special, but you know what? As a, as a four, he can do it. He can get the job done. Besides, once you come to, to the playoffs, it's a three man rotation anyways. So, yeah, fair enough. There you go. And then you have some nice long relief in the back. So if uh, Brett well, and that's and the Nate... thing, I need a little bit better relief pitching out of them right now. Devin Williams is not looking great. Yeah, he's hitting a nice sophomore slump. Um, and by nice, I mean terrible. Josh Hader looks fine. Looks pretty good. Yeah, he's been smoking it. But other than that, can we get a starter to go like seven innings, please? I oh, just they want... just did that. It barely. It you know barely who? happens. Uh, Woodruff just did it. Yeah, I saw it yesterday, and guess what? We won 6 nothing because they left him in the game. And I think he did it the time before. Yeah, they need to keep these guys in longer, and it's happening all over the MLB. No, qu- quality starts is not a. It's not as important as it used to be, man. It is now all about the relief pitching. And the only reason why you're saying this, though, is because the relief pitching is not as sharp as it was last year last year's brewers bullpen was so nuts that it you know if you as long as the starting pitcher didn't give up five runs it you know there was a, a good chance of you still being in it yeah that's fair enough i i understand but I don't know. I like I like it when starters go longer and they're workhorses out here. I I think it's adds more value. Do we, and I want that stud in the playoffs that can just come in, throw eight innings, and then get out, and then do it again in three nights. Mm-hmm. You know who's not a stud? Who's not a stud? Mark Davis. Yeah, Mark Davis. Mark Davis is an absolute bum. I think we can just leave it at that. Mark Davis is an idiot. He's just an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. On, he, uh, on if you didn't see what he did, you can just go look at his Twitter page because he's not going to take it down either. And uh, you, you had the landmark trial last week of the George Floyd uh, incident last summer. George Floyd, you know, death, murder, whatever you want to call it. Mark Davis foolishly went on Twitter after the results, after the verdict, and put, I can breathe on there. Yeah, what an absolute idiot. And, and he, taught, he he spoke to it. He said that it was uh, in reference to George Floyd's brother, which, come on, dude. Well, and his brother, his brother defended him, so maybe we missed... A message along the way somewhere that there was correlation but yikes well then we need more context we maybe maybe but he also has billions of dollars and is untouchable for him well almost untouchable because his haircut is still the worst thing it's running away from him planet. it's running away from him and there's there's no doubt about that yeah but there's been a lot of news otherwise in football and NCAA football, to be specific. Did you hear about the new transfer rule? Uh, I started to look into it. You told me about it yesterday, uh, but go into it a little bit more. So now student athletes are going to be allowed to transfer 
no sit-out penalty one time. One time only. You can transfer, and you can finally go straight away, play your sport. And it was about damn time that that happened. And it really showed, after this last football season specifically, how persistent they were that they were going to have a season and they were going to do things. And it just showed that they knew that these kids weren't student athletes in a sense for, no, for no, that. No, of course not. And to have these people, you know, when they have these huge giant coaches who are constantly changing teams, getting paid millions of dollars to go all over the place whenever they want. And they can go in there and fire a whole staff and bring on a whole new staff if they wanted to. And yet you had kids, you know, a couple of years ago, there was a guy out in the Carolina. He wanted to transfer to coastal Carolina. I remember who wanted to be closer to home for a sickly mom, and he couldn't get his transfer approved. So he had to sit out a year. Like, come on, NCAA. Finally, thank you for changing this, because it needed to happen. This is going to be big, and you're going to see a lot of quarterback movement, because those are the main ones that do a lot of the transferring is because they're not getting enough time. A lot of the offensive guys, I should say, is because they're not getting starter roles. That's fair enough, too. And they're going to go out to these big schools. It's going to keep these big schools even bigger. You're going to see a whole new... No, you're going to see a lot of the big school talent go to smaller schools. I think you're going to see a whole new level of recruiting college players now as well as high school talent. Yeah, well, I mean that's fair. I can see that, but like, I, I mean, it, on those like SEC Big Ten crossover games, you're going to be seeing money. How many years passed. can you think of where Ohio State had two, three quarterbacks behind their starter? You know, you know what I mean. Uh, that is going to be yeah. a huge thing. You're not going to get those same type of Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, and Tua were all on the same team. Man, and what at that point, what's the chances that Mac Jones stayed at Alabama? Well, and what really started happening was people just started transferring regardless. They didn't care. And then you were losing out on these big-level talents, yeah. and they were finally just fed up with it because they know that's going to sell instantly more tickets a transfer student will. It's the equivalent of a trade yeah. in the college level, and it's so rare, and especially for a big one. It's super big moment. I'm going to predict within the next three years, you are going to see more transfers than you did in the previous 10 years. Uh, it's been pretty big the last like three or four or five years, maybe. It's been pretty big. Uh, Justin Fields, Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah. Um. Russell Wilson kind of started it off, yeah, as well. well. You know, that's a lot. And if you count the junior college transfers, like Aaron yeah, but that, that has and... always been a thing, the right? Yeah, that has been has always been a thing. I'm speaking as uh, more on the Division One level. I think you're going to see a lot more transfers uh, going forward. It's going to be a big deal. It's going to be NCAA. mayhem, and the transfer portal is going to be huge. It's going to be wild. That's not not the only thing, though, that the NCAA did. No, I was going to bring something up, actually, too. Overtime rules. Yeah. Now you got to start going for two-point conversions as well to start the second overtime. Yes. 
instead of the third overtime like it was before. Which, sure, get this thing over with. I'm cool with it. Uh, College overtime is always great anyway. It is the best overtime. It's so much fun. In sports right now. It's not even close. Yeah, the the idea of putting them on the 25-yard line uh, and just like constantly uh, pounding the ball in. Is it a great idea? Coin toss for ball first, coin toss for defense or offense, what side of the field you want. It's it's so electric. And you see ridiculous scores because of it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, did, did we not just have, like, the highest scoring game of well, all time? We had, last year or two years ago? Well, when was it when LSU season? played Texas A&M, maybe? <laughs> 77 to 76? Something like that. I remember that. I want to say it was Texas or Texas A&M. That that sounds right. That sounds right. Mm. It was was a crazy game. And you know what? These scores are only going to get better or the games are going to be over. At that point, you kind of want the game to be over as well. So (laughs) why not? Especially if you're working at the game. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to see some fun happen. For Uh, sure. NCAA football is... I can tolerate it more than I can the other uh, NCAA sports. You know, basketball, hockey, baseball. I mean, uh, collegiate football is, like, to me, the cream of the sport. I love football. I I love college football more. more, I mean, honestly, I am a much bigger Wisconsin Badgers fan than I am a Green Bay Packer fan, and realistically. A, you know, and a lot of you might be wondering, you know, this is NFL Draft Week. Why aren't we talking about the NFL Draft at all? We do have some good news there. We are actually going to be uh, putting another podcast uh, on our page this week where we just talk about the NFL Draft. We're going to to really hammer it home. Yes, we'll mock up the first round. Yeah. Um, Probably... Maybe give out some other players' picks, sleepers, or something yeah, along the way you know, that you might want to watch. We'll do something like that. We're going to go back and forth drafting. Yeah, so that'll be fun. It's going to be me versus Dave, almost. I like I like it, and I hate it because now I have to like put like five different people for each. Yeah, you're going to have to be each, ready, uh, like round or not round, but each team drafting to and take it, who you want. It's kind those. of a pain in the ass, but it's going to be. Super intense. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, keep going. Yeah. Let's um. Let's get into another story then. Uh, we'll talk about. Uh, I hate to switch up the mood, but I think Terrence Clark was pretty close to next in the news for the week, and this was absolutely tragic story. I mean, just. Terrence Clark, Kentucky guard, 19 years old, out in Los Angeles, signing his deal with his agent for Clutch Sports, same as LeBron James, Anthony Davis, I mean, numerous NBA talents, a surefire NBA lottery pick, tragically crashed his car and passed away over the last week. And it was a story that shook up the news all over for sports. Yeah, that is truly unfortunate. Um, I mean, it's not like we ever wish that upon anyone. But, man, this this kid was really about to go into 
one of the best moments of his life. You know, the idea of being drafted by a team. And I, I wonder if they do some sort of memoriam for him at the draft this year. Because, you know, he was maybe not, you know, the, a top five or top ten, you know. He, he was a guaranteed millionaire. Well, that, that's that's fair. Yeah, it was, it was really tough. And a very... In uh, a legend for high school basketball, especially in the Boston area up there. I know a lot of people talked about that being such a hometown kid for them and how this whole city, the whole city was really behind him, even though he went to Kentucky. And it was just unfortunate, totally unfortunate. Yeah, um, like I said, just hate to see that. And, uh, you know, we definitely have uh, lots of good thoughts towards his family and hopefully they can really, uh, you know, work their way through it and yeah, as best as they can. Yeah, completely. Uh, we'll change it up again. What we got here? How about NFL jerseys? That was a big deal. I mean... Big-ish. Does it... Now, hear me out. Would you want to even change your jersey if you got to the NFL? Like, if you got to the NFL and you've already had a number, would you change it to a new one if you're eligible for it? There's a lot of people that can, I think. I guess, but at the same time, I think you just got to brand your first number. Well, but what happens when you move teams i mean we just talked about well that then it's a little different carson then, wentz and his teammate you know shutting him down yeah we, in we, glorious fashion i get that i get that and you know what on a new team you have a new brand so yeah. you can so it's a fresh start mm-hmm. but now if you are on a team and you are that number on that team is it not weird to change your number on that team is that not weird you're no. talking to the wrong guy. I don't. I I'm don't asking your opinion. I I don't have that same type of sentiment to a number, uh, it, you know. And I I have like sports stuff. And you know what a real wide receiver would do now going into this? Sixty nine. No. Oh. Because they can only be numbers one through nineteen and eighty through eighty nine still, but they expanded them. A wide receiver should come into the league and every year change his number up one. That seems extra as hell. But that's okay. To well, that point, you should. What do are it. the rules, though? I don't know this. They. What are the expansion? Uh, terms? They changed out. Quarterbacks still are one through nineteen. That okay. didn't change. Running backs can now wear one through nineteen, or. 80 through 89, or 1 through 49, rather, or 80 through 89. Okay. Running backs. Wide receivers can now wear 1 through 19, 80 through 89. Tight ends, 1 through 19, 80 through 89. Linemen sticking to the 50 to 79. Defensive linemen, linebackers, and defensive players, same rules, 1 through 49. And then, or it's like one through, actually, I think it's like one through 50, 49, 50, they, one through 59, and then one through. My brain hurts yeah. so bad. This is what you did. You did this. You could have just looked it up. Why can't all players just have one through 99? I don't understand it. 
what what is the point of of having different jersey numbers? I don't know. That's what they wanted to do. I don't. Ah, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's what I mean for I playing like those. It. I don't like it, Tom. Tom Brady. Tom Brady also didn't like it. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom thought Brady it was... needs to go back to his avocado toast. Well, you just said you didn't like it. And he said he didn't like it. Yeah, but I'm sure I don't like it for different reasons than why Tom Brady doesn't like it. Doesn't Tom Brady just got mad because now he's like, oh, now I don't know who I'm going to throw to. Ugh. Well, he's got so many weapons. And now he can throw a ball 600 feet in the air and they'll still catch it. Well, yeah, go right ahead. Do you think his limp noodle arm can do that? One of his best seasons ever. Not for deep passing. Still looks pretty good. Sure. And his opponent in the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs, got a lot better. And we're even we're even able to make a trade for Orlando Brown Jr. And they get as well with that a second round pick from New England and a six round no, pick Baltimore. next year Baltimore. or from Baltimore. That's right. Baltimore then gets their first round pick, the thirty first, whoop de doo, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. All coming... 2022 fifth round pick. 2022 fifth round pick. I think uh, the Chiefs are making a lot of moves out here to get this offensive line looking set for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and you know what? That like definitely is a good thing to kind of bolster him. Uh, here's the thing, though. The reason why Mahomes was getting... Uh, blitz so much is that he's holding on to the ball too long because he's a playmaker. I get it, I I get it, but like, look at some of the players last season that changed up their game. You had Ben Roethlisberger on that Steelers team that got a bunch of love, uh, thinking that they were going to go undefeated, which was no. ludicrous. It was ludicrous. No, but you know why that is? Ben Roethlisberger had the shortest time in between snap and uh, getting rid of the ball from his hand. I I mean, it definitely probably translates to something well, but at the same time, look at Russell Wilson, a guy who holds on to the ball forever and is able to make plays because of it. And is one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league. But it's because his O-line is terrible already and he's scrambling around. I, I, you know, and I'll combat you with another person that was doing that. Philip Rivers had one of his best seasons last year, and that's saying something because he looked like garbage. Do you know what I think you got in common? I th- you know, you know what those guys got in common? Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger. Children, old. Oh, that's that's what it means. Old. Well, Phillip these Rivers are young be- guys. Patrick Mahomes is younger than you. These guys are super athletes, and they want to play their game. So they're out there getting guys that'll play their game around them. Okay, get out there playing your game. <laughs> Maybe. I, I like it. And I think Ravens fans, I mean, you can kind of say that pretty even trade. Uh, I think the Chiefs won that trade a little bit more. But it, it obviously wasn't a good uh, offseason to get more for Orlando Brown because the Ravens are usually a team that does pretty good with their free agency. And if all they could get 
were uh, like the Chiefs' first round pick and then a couple of pick swaps. Eh, you know, it is what it is, I guess. I guess so. And I think they got to sign him next year, too. Yeah, they, they still have to re sign him. So, so that I get, you know, the Chiefs do have that lingering, but. And he's going to want a lot of money and he's going to want to play left tackle. Yeah, that's the whole reason why that happened is because the Chiefs have uh, Ronnie Stanley. Rodney Stanley? What is it? Something Stanley? That's, I, that's, that's their left tackle. Uh, Ronnie Stanley's on the Ravens. Yes. that's Sorry, that's what I meant. Yes. The the Ravens have Ronnie Stanley, yes. who uh, was on injury. That's why Orlando Brown was, uh, you know, Playing on left the left tackle. side. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of games and the wonderful games that we have, it's time for some game time. Ooh. I, that was game time. That was the worst transition. It's time monologue. for some game time. That was such an awful transition. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. We're gonna be all hyped up for this segment. Yeah, let's. Well, yes. So I am going to issue issue you a challenge, Thomas. Uh, it is the 2021 MLB season. Mm-hmm. It's right at the start. We are now getting into it, and we have got a new list of uh, plate walk-up songs by... Batting ditties. Batter ditties, yes. And I think I want to challenge you. So I got 10 guys. We're going to go through them. I'm going to give a little bit of a, a little bit of help as well as play uh, their batter ditties. And you tell me mm. who they are, okay? Oh, okay. I'm excited now. All right. Uh, so... Here is the first one. First one. Don't let me show cruelty, though I may make mistakes. Don't let me show ugliness, though I know I can hate. This is Show Me Love, featuring Chance the Rapper, Robin Hannibal, and uh, one more person. Okay. By Hundred Waters. Okay, I can get behind that. Now, are you going to give me like multiple choice on this? Or? No, I, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a sprinkle, okay? Okay, go. Go for it. This Fort Worth native was selected 15th overall in the 2015 draft and was traded to his current team after a key error in the 2019 NL wildcard game against the Nationals. Well, now I know who it is. Yeah? It's Trent Grisham. You are correct. Okay. That is... Um, a very weird song, but I like it at the yeah. same time. Show me love by Hundred Waters. Hmm. I uh, I dig it, especially like it the takes first a part while is to weird. get there. Yeah, it takes a while to get there. It probably plays from that bass drop right there. Yeah, but I would assume so. I I I like that. Yeah, okay, I can get behind that. I don't like Trent Grisham, but I like that. Oh, are you just mad at him because because of, the... of that error he made in the 2019 All Star playoff Dude game? Dude did not deserve to get traded for that. I don't care what you did. say. Yeah, he's not going to be anything crazy. Uh, he's, he's, a good he's all right. Guy. He's all right. Oh, okay. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. All right, number two. Ready? Yes.
what country bumpkin guy is this? Okay. All right. All right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that song is When the Levee Breaks by Led Zeppelin. All right? Uh-huh. This two-time All-Star has spent his 10-year career with the Padres, Dodgers, Brewers, and White Sox. Padres, Dodger, Dodgers, Brewers, and White Sox. Oh, I know who this is. Ah? Uh-huh. Yes, Money Grandall. Yes! Yes! Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I did not expect that from Yasmani uh, Grandal. That is a weird song choice for him. Uh, but you know what? I'm I'm cool with it. First of all, but that, at the same time, like, badass. do you think he wears like cowboy boots to the game? I think he does. And he was on the team <laughs> when I was working for the Brewers, and they made him get like a tank that he could float in a cryotherapy session thing. It was all in his contract. And he made $18 million on top of it. Good for him. And he was, he wanted no business with anyone there. I mean, it was like the major league two Jack Parkman kind of thing. He was always shades on decked out, walking down the hall, like carry my shit for me type guy. Uh, I don't care. I now I'm not going to complain because now my White Sox have Yasmani Grandal, and I will take him. Hey, they could have had Fernando Tatis. Could have. Could have. Oh, well. Tough. <laughs> Tough cookie. All right. Next Number one. Number three. Astro. What you know about rolling down <laughs> in the day? Who is doing this? Yeah. This is uh, Astronaut in the Ocean yes. by Masked Wolf. I, I know that one. What you know about rolling down in the deep? Yep. Yep. Down, okay, I'm, I'm familiar with the song. All right. It's a TikTok song. Uh, it's everywhere. Uh, this player was the 2018 NL Rookie of the Year runner-up and was the 2020 NL Batting Champion. Oh, God. I probably should know this. I'm, is it? I'm trying to escalate. Is it Ronald Acuna? No, Wait. I'm sorry. 2018 runner-up and then the 2020 batting champion. Is it Freddy? No. No, that's, that's way too old. Uh, I'll give you... So, I, I'm sorry. You did not get this one. Okay. But I'll give you a second... A pride guess. A uh, second clue of he was a pivotal uh, player... In the 2019 World Championship Series run. Is it, um... It's pivotal. In the 2019. It was the, oh, is it Juan Soto? Juan Soto! Oh, well, that's not a good song for him. At all. <laughs> not a good song. That's what he's using? That's what Juan Soto's Juan uh, Soto? Song. Yeah. Basic TikTok, dude. What? Come on. <laughs> That, he's one of the best players in there. His, he was playing with Gerardo Parra, who at least put Baby Shark as his. Gerardo Parra. Yeah, and that was that was at least respect because he was joking with it almost. Uh, I will. Juan Soto thinks that song is cold. I I will put a shout out to Andrew McCutcheon, who I almost put on. He has a trap remix of the Kings, like. Uh, Motor Motor March from uh, Coming to America. Oh, as his batter ditty, okay. which is an awesome yeah. song. Uh, but it was hard for me to find it outside of like you know YouTube, and Fair I didn't enough. want to like get the like ads Fair going enough. and Fair whatever. Enough. 
Next one. Okay, I'll take the loss on that one. Yeah, that is, like I said, it's it's all right. But here's same the ne- division. I was in the same division. Oh, good for you. <clears throat> all right, next up. Can you feel it? Posty. Okay, who's I, playing I knew, Posty? I knew you'd like this one. Okay. This is I'm going to be or gonna be by Post Malone. I yeah, I knew that. Knew that one. Hot the top, fill my cup up. Keep them pouring till I'm fucked up. Ooh, can't be playing it during that. (laughs) (laughs) Those kids, if they would have played that part, those kids would be suing. (laughs) No chance. All right, this player set a, a rookie record in 2016 by hitting home runs in each of his first four games and tied the MLB rookie record for most home runs in April. Ooh, and is it Aaron Judge? No. Wow. Is it Cody Bellinger? No. Oh, my God. Give me one more pride hint. Okay. I'll take the L again. Uh, This shortstop is probably the top trade target for this season. Oh, it's Trevor Story? Trevor Story. Okay. Okay, I can hear that in Milwaukee. Yeah. I can hear that in Milwaukee. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You, just want to hear it you so know what I'm bad, saying? <laughs> I could I could hear him playing that in Milwaukee, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that would bump pretty well at Miller Park. <laughs> Notice how I called it Miller Park. I will keep calling it Miller Park. Okay, yeah. I, I could see that. I can see Trevor Story being with that. He's he's thinking more like I'm gonna be out of this city. That's more what he's probably thinking. Oh, man, Trevor Story is definitely... He's uh, gone. He will not be a Rocky by the end of the year. All right. He won't. We'll just have to wait and see. He won't. Why would they keep... Why? He doesn't want to play there? You don't know that. The team sucks. Yeah, they do suck. They suck, and they have no one to trade. They're just... And who wants to be a pitcher in Colorado? (sighs) No one. Well, Jolie's Chassine. Exactly. (laughs) All right, next one. Drives a fat whip, too. I've seen this car (laughs) before. Ready? Yes. Mm. Okay. This is Pardon by T.I. featuring Lil Baby. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, this is a batter walk-up song. This is a ditty. This is a damn ditty. I get it. Yeah, that one definitely has like a good. That one's yeah. If I'm walking up with that song, it's to hit dongs only. That's what it is. All right, you ready? Here's your your little hint. This player started out as a pitcher in college before transitioning to the outfield and was the 2017 World Series MVP after hitting a record-tying five home runs during the World Series, tying Reggie Jackson in 1997 and Chase Utley in 2009. Oh, I think I know this answer, but I don't know if I'm going to get it right. Is it Daniel Murphy? No. Oh my God. Who? What's the twenty? I don't even remember. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen World Series. Here, uh, do you want me to help? Uh, I can start hitting uh, garbage oh. cans. Oh. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> Carlos Correa. No. Altuve. Did I say? No. Bregman. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, did you say transition to the outfield? Yeah. Yeah. 
Josh Reddick. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, Michael dude. Brantley. <laughs> no. Jordan Alvarez. Oh my God! No. That's their whole team. Kyle Tucker. No, you're missing out. Who? This player was the top uh, free agent acquisition for the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, George Springer. George Springer. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the song though. Yeah, dude, that's that a good one. It's got a nice bop right at the uh, right at that back half, right? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm down with that one. That one that one was good. All right, you ready for this next one? Yeah, yeah. I'm liking this one so far. Whose is no scrubs? <laughs> I have a story about no scrubs. <laughs> just know I was in a Zoom class and my teacher just started playing this, and I was the only one in the in the room. It was just her vibing to no scrubs. Me with my camera off, just listening in the background, thinking that, is she playing this song because of me? Like, what is going on? Who is this? This This is like Carlos Gomez, isn't it? That's who that is. Yeah, no scrubs by TLC. All right, you ready? Yeah. This player is an eight-time All-Star, a three-time NL Cy Young Award winner, a Triple Crown winner in 2011, and was the 2014 NL MVP. Triple Crown winner in 2011 and 2014 MVP. Say, say those one more time. This player is an eight-time All-Star, a three-time NL Cy Young Award winner, Triple okay, Crown winner in 2011, and the 2014 NL MVP. This is Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. Yikes. Comes up to No Scrubs by TLC. What is that? Scrub is the kind of guy that gets no love from me. Yes! That is insane. That is oh ridiculous. Oh dude. That that one was just too funny. I had to uh, I had to play it. All right, here's the next one. Let's go. Mm. <clears throat> okay. This is "Don't Waste Your Life" by Lecrae. Oh, I've seen Lecrae. Come on. I have. Pretty good. Hey. Who's playing the crane? Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, who is this? Who is this? <laughs> who's, sing- who's doing the crane? All right. This player was the 2001 NL Rookie of the Year, a two-time World Series champion, three-time NL MVP, and currently sits at fifth all-time with home runs with 666. Mr. Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols! Okay, okay. Got a little bit of drip to him. Yeah, dude. I I was, like, expecting him for some reason to be, like, that Yankee or some shit. Right. Jackie, 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 Jackie. Oh, you mean our test song. Yeah. Definitely was an Albert Pujols song, I thought. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, uh, I, Albert Pujols, I, I totally forget, is still around. And he's still, like, decent. And he's going to be, like, a great player all time. He's going to be up there oh, in the he's, ranks. He's a first ballot Hall of Fame. Well, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next up. Next one. Man, I can understand how it might Rihanna. be kind of hard to it's love not a girl like me. Is this 
This isn't Rihanna. Famous by Kanye West. Okay. That is definitely Rihanna. Right. That was definitely Rihanna. She's not mentioned in the credits. Okay, okay. Swiss song let the beat rock. This is a good band at the end, too. Yeah, we're okay. just gonna stop yep, right yep. there. Good call. <laughs> I that sounds like. Can I just guess this one right now? All right. If I get this right, Fernando. No. Oh damn. Okay. Sorry. I just got that one. I, that doesn't count. But I just wanted to go crazy. This third baseman is the only infielder to win the Gold Glove Award in each of his first eight seasons. Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, that that is a. Uh, Got a good batter duty right at the that's yeah that, I that, like that little I like that portion. Nolan Arenado is gonna be a Hall of Famer too eventually. He's really damn good and dude. he's not talked about a lot. No, he, no he's, he's a not. very good baseball player. Yeah, I mean I think he had like four straight years of 130 RBIs too. On top of it, I get playing in Colorado. It's like a little bit cheating, but at the same time, well, hey, as far as I know, he's still doing pretty good in St. Louis. Oh right yeah, now, he's right? having a very respectable season. Okay. Uh, here's the next one. But he's a cardinal, so I can't yeah. get up with him. Mm. All right. This is Boom 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 by Roddy Rich. Roddy. Roddy's top five. I've been on top for a while. Also a banner duty right here. As I to the moon. Fast time ain't going broom broom. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That one. This Kenosha native was drafted 20th overall in the 2016 draft and made his MLB debut in 2019. Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux. Yes. Yes. I I tried. He to was he was kind of a here. yeah. He was a he was a Wisconsin baseball. He was he was huge. He wasn't as big as uh, Kalanick a couple years later, who I think went like fifth or sixth overall to the Mets, mm-hmm. but. He's in the Mariners organization now. But Gavin Lux was a big deal. I think he was like a 20th overall pick. Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah, he was, he was a big deal. And World Series champion. Can't, Already. Right, can't shy away from that, right? He And he was respectable. He's starter on the Dodgers. I mean, yeah. geez. That yeah, stacked team ever? Yeah. He, yeah. He's probably their best trade piece at the moment, right? Oh, I don't even want him to get traded. Might as well just keep well, going. I'm just saying, if they're going to add up, like that's going to be their guy. They don't need any better. He can be fine. If he's their worst player, they're doing all right. Yeah, that's fair. That's what I'm saying. All right, I have one more. One more. Ready? Yes. Run it back, Turbo. Run it back, Turbo. This is Oh Okay, featuring Young Thug and Lil Baby by Gunna. Yep. Oh, yeah, I've heard this I think I have the most detailed little info right here. Okay. This player looks like a crossbreed of a human and a head of cauliflower. Mm. Oh, don't tell me. You better get this. Is it Dan Vogel? It's Dan Vogel! I knew it! He needed it! I needed to throw him in there. He needed to be on this. I I would have thought the head of cauliflower would have gave it away. I thought, (laughs) I don't know if, like, the hair was supposed to be cauliflower. 
But I want. I was really. No, his wait, whole body I looks was, like I was going to be mad if you didn't put Dan Vogelbach. <laughs> you did that or did he do it? Daniel Vogelbach has to get mentioned every week. Every single time. I like it. This guy. Yeah, this is the outro this week. The outro music. 100%. It's not even close. Dan. Oh my god. Big drip, Dan. Like, Th- that was it right there <laughs> oh for sure yeah dude you know what's the best part is that we're like done with our show and now you're like the most hyped you've been I the know. entire show that's because i'm sorry but it's just <laughs> I, I i really i was really hoping you were gonna put dv's oh my god dv's nuts D- dv's batting diddy in there i'm, uh, I'm so yeah. happy who's just been <laughs> ripping dongs every game Get Keston out of the lineup permanently. Uh, while looking like a Sharpay. <laughs> I I just recently stumbled across Daniel Vogelbach's Instagram and he just We I, need to we need to I, I antagonize just, him every week to get him on our show. We don't deserve him. He's oh just so iced out all the uh, time. He's he he just looks like he's constantly the coolest bully that was ever out there at the same time. He looks like a high school bully. Yeah, he does kind of have like th- he looks like he should raise his hand his arms up in the air and be like, O'Doyle rules. Right. Right. Or like had a had a child with the teacher. Like his so- name is Biff. <laughs> or Brock. Brock. He looks like Brock Vogelbach. Brock. Dude, oh Brock my Vogelbach yeah. is cold. Yeah, that would be a name. He looks like one for sure. Brick, Brick Vogelbach. Doink, <laughs> doink. <laughs> just, just an absolute unit. <laughs> All right, oh, God. So that was our show for the week. <laughs> we will have another episode. Well, maybe episode twelve and a half. We'll call it. Yeah. Uh, our little draft special dropping Thursday of the first day of the draft. Should be an exciting, little uneventful, I mean, pretty eventful and unpredictable uh, draft, starting with that third pick. Who is this 49ers going to take? Are they going to go with Mac Jones? Are they going to go Trey Lance is now heating up a lot? Yeah, names are going, dude. Are they going to find something else to do? I, I doubt it. I would probably heavily bet it's going to be one of those two. But then again, we got the Falcons after. Kyle Pitts quarterback trades mm. we don't know yeah so make sure you check us out on podbean apple podcast spotify and of course thechairshot.com and it's been a pretty fun week and we got one more episode to do this week i can't turn in my homework teacher the peloton ate my dog peace okay out of my wrist kind of spin it man at the coop mine with no tennis chop out the top Hit it the limits, I got some cash, I wanna spin it New paper tag, didn't wanna rent it Too many fads, too many bitches Roll my slime, get in my lizard Ready to slide, you a good slugger Hey, we ain't got touch, he gon' ride He my slime, he my slime Young gun gun, I'm my prime Hey, so I think I ain't telling you lies When you come to business, I'm hell in mind Yeah, I'm king face, pay my time Hey Pinch like Gucci, my pants. She used to dip with no hands. I just spent the rest of my fame. Spish my lens. Fair guy bands. Another pan of red. Drink to the head. Got two star phones. Down 70 men. Two tone present Rolex. 
Yeah, this drippy can't catch Some say do what I say Q-Link choke my neck Why I say Uber DJ Pull him his VVS Out of my wrist, count and spin it Mad at the coupe, I'm out with no tennis Chop out the top, hit it in Linux I got some cash, I wanna spin it New paper tag, didn't wanna rent it Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc